Guideline First Look Guideline for Care and Cleaning of Surgical Instruments by Lisa Croak The updated AORN Guideline for Care and Cleaning of Surgical Instruments provides general care considerations for reusable medical devices, for example, surgical instruments, and specific recommendations for cleaning surgical instruments, including point-of-use treatment, transport, decontamination, and inspection. It also provides information on selection of cleaning chemicals and decontamination equipment, water quality, personal protective equipment to be worn while cleaning, processing of laryngoscope blades and handles and ophthalmolic instruments, and precautions required to decrease the risk for transmitting prion diseases. According to Aaron Kyle, AORN Guidelines Editor-in-Chief and lead author of the guideline, the primary goal of this guideline is to detail how to operationalize effective instrument care and cleaning and the importance of doing so. Quote, AORN hopes that by adopting these recommendations, the healthcare organization will be successful in establishing and implementing procedures that support effective instrument care and cleaning that not only result in optimal patient outcomes, but also extend the useful life of reusable surgical instruments, end quote, she said. This guideline was last updated in 2014 and will be available in the AORN eGuidelines Plus in October 2020. Sterile Processing Area A new recommendation was added that instruments should not be cleaned or decontaminated in sinks where eyewash stations are located. This is in addition to the previous recommendation that these tasks should not be done where hand hygiene is performed. Contamination of the sink can occur during cleaning, which subsequently can cause contamination when someone washes their hands or flushes their eyes. The decontamination area should have sinks at a height that is ergonomically sound, automated equipment that can be used for the types of instruments to be cleaned and decontaminated, adapters and accessories to connect the instruments with the cleaning equipment, and utilities to support decontamination, drying, inspection, and documentation. Details were added regarding the types of utilities that should be present in the decontamination area. These include access to critical water for rinsing instruments, a pressure-regulated instrument air supply, electricity to power all equipment at the same time, and data lines to support electronic equipment to be used to document processing steps. Water quality. Because water systems can be contaminated by bacteria, routinely evaluating water quality can help identify any problems that may hinder decontamination and sterilization. Therefore, a recommendation was added to this updated guideline to develop a method and timing for monitoring the quality of water that is used for decontamination as part of the organization's water management program. Because poor water quality can decrease the effectiveness of some disinfectants and cleaning chemicals, the quality of critical water in holding tanks and water utility that is provided to the decontamination equipment, for example, washer disinfectors, should be monitored and controlled. Quote, Before revision, the guideline recommended that water quality be a consideration in selecting and using cleaning equipment and solutions, but it was not specific. End quote, Kyle said. Quote, this revision uses water quality measures that are detailed by the World Health Organization 
and the Association for the Advancement of Medical Instrumentation to provide the reader with more specific target values. End quote. The updated guideline includes a table of recommended water control values, including for hardness, calcium carbonate, conductivity, pH, chlorides, iron, copper, manganese, bacteria, endotoxin, organic carbon, color, and turbidity. Processing before use In the recommendation to ensure that the manufacturer's instructions for use, IFU, are readily available for personnel who process reusable medical devices, guidance was added that these IFU should be in a format that personnel can read and understand. This may include electronic or written formats for the point of use. Quote, Often, these IFU are lengthy and use language that is not always in a format that the user can read and understand, end quote, Kyle said. Quote, For example, if the user cannot read or understand English, and the IFU are only available in the English language, they are of no use to him or her. Another example is that the IFU can be held in electronic databases in some organizations, but if the users who need to access them do not have this access, they obviously cannot use them, end quote. Because these IFU are often changed when new technology becomes available, regulatory requirements are updated or the device is modified. A method for routinely reviewing the IFU to confirm that processing practices are in compliance with them should be established. Because an effective loaned instrument management program starts with clear policies and procedures, an interdisciplinary team should be assembled to develop standard operating procedures for managing loaned reusable surgical instruments. These include a method for requesting and approving loaned instruments, requirements for the lender before the procedure, for example, delivery time and location for the loaned items, provision of IFU, and after the procedure, for example, time for retrieval, and responsibilities to be shared by the lender and borrower, for example, personnel education before processing and use, inventory requirements, obtaining processing accessories required by the manufacturer's IFU, handling and decontaminating processes. When there is not sufficient time allowed for processing instruments according to the IFU, patient safety may be affected. Therefore, a recommendation was reworded to indicate that loaned reusable instruments should be delivered with enough time to inventory and process them. Cleaning A new recommendation was added to the cleaning section to determine a process and timing for cleaning sinks and drains in the decontamination area. Quote, In the literature, we found case reports that described outbreaks related to contaminated sink basins and drains and that the drains in particular were sources of contamination. End quote. Kyle said, quote, Decontaminating sinks used for manual cleaning between uses is a mechanism for reducing the risk of transmission of any pathogens. End quote. Cleaning verification. A recommendation was added to the section on verifying cleaning to assemble an interdisciplinary team to develop and implement a cleaning verification testing protocol. Kyle indicated that visual inspection is subjective and prone to error, and that even under ideal cleaning conditions, instruments can retain soil that is not visible, which is where cleaning verification has a role. 
Quote, Cleaning verification can be used to introduce an objective measure of clean. End quote, she said. Quote, There are several options for testing. These are not currently regulated by the FDA, U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and there is no standard test for soil. End quote. Options for verifying cleaning include testing for protein, carbohydrate, hemoglobin, endotoxin, lipid, sodium ion, bioburden, and adenosine triphosphate. Two new recommendations also were added to the guidance to identify defective surgical instruments and remove them from service so they can be repaired or thrown away. The first was to assemble an interdisciplinary team to identify a method for communicating when an instrument is removed and subsequent actions to perform. The second outlined what should be included in standardized communication, such as the communication pathway between sterile processing and surgical teams, and physician notification when delays or cancellations result. Conclusion The updated guideline provides new recommendations for cleaning surgical instruments, including location of sinks, water quality, manufacturer's IFU for processing, loaned instrument management programs, cleaning sinks and drains, and cleaning verification. The goal of this guideline is to help healthcare organizations implement procedures to support effective instrument care and cleaning, which can result in optimal patient outcomes and extend the life of reusable surgical instruments.